Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Friday morning, it's an easy job, but let's just be honest, it ain't an easy discussion. If you've been with us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance, we had Stephen A. Smith on the Shell Pennzoil performance line just about a half hour ago. And gentlemen, if you don't mind, I'm going to break some radio protocol. They always say, don't welcome back, don't say this, don't say that. Bottom line, about 8.30 in the morning, whether you were with us or not, Stephen A. Smith was with us at 8.30 in the morning in the East. And I have seen Stephen A. at a 10 on numerous occasions, on numerous topics. But he busted through to an 11. He was absolute DEFCON 5 nuclear (laughs) When talking about Sean Marks hiring Steve Nash to become the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, he went off on it yesterday, and today he simply responded to this question, what's wrong with wondering if it indeed came down to Marks saying nobody was more qualified than Steve Nash in Marks' mind? What's wrong with why no black men were considered for the job in Stephen A's mind? I will say Marks joined us this morning and said there were some diverse candidates looked at. No specifics there. Stephen A, why no black guys in the mix? What's wrong with somebody like me pointing out, yo, KD, yo, Kyrie, we, we, we couldn't make sure we did that. We, we couldn't make sure we did that. We do it everywhere else in the society. We hear people getting on us to make sure we do it. So what's wrong with us returning the favor? If we're not doing something, if we're not addressing certain issues, whether privately, directly, or publicly, you trying to tell us you ain't have a player or two or 10 or 20 call you out in some capacity and say, yo, man, you need to bring attention to this. What's wrong with me doing it? Nothing wrong I'm not at all. Talking about, I'm, not, I'm not talking about firing white folks or denying white folks the opportunity. It's a white man's world. 60% of the population is white. We understand how this goes. But all I'm trying to say is that as a black man, particularly a black man in a prominent position that understands what's going on and seeing, you know, the forest from the trees and recognizing what's going on in the NBA with this whole analytics movement and these analytic brothers hiring one another. But it's never usually black people, by the way. Excuse me. The numbers are dwindling before our very eyes in a league that's damn near 80 percent black. Now, gotcha. people might want me to be quiet. Here's my response to them. Go to hell. I'm not going to be quiet. Gotcha. I'm going to keep raising hell and making noise. Come on, Jay. I'm laughing because Zubin's just trying to get the break. Gotcha. We understand. <laughs> I thought he was going to bite my head off. My head is certainly certainly right now still on my neck and shoulders. Um, Stephen A. obviously is going to weigh in again on first take, 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. I think we just got him warmed up. That could be a scary thought considering if that was just the warm-up act. Uh, but again, 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Great. Stephen A. with more. Uh, just your thoughts on that. And just, it's just, I mean, that, the passion so, there from him. Wow. Yeah, well, look, yesterday when he was on air saying white privilege, you, you, you thought, because he didn't direct this comments directly at Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You, you felt like it was Sean Marks. He was alluding to Sean Marks giving that privilege to Steve Nash. And I went on air after that and said, well, it's actually Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving that ultimately signed off on this. It was their decision as well. So him coming back on saying, like, I, I think that you start to really venture in dangerous territory because it, it like, like almost becomes like black-on-black crime. Like, we're going to fault you for not bringing on somebody who's black on board to be a head coach. And and that's dangerous territory for me to go down. But I I will say this because, Key, I see you frowning. Like, it's, 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 go ahead, jump in. I'm just saying that, look, ultimately, could the Nets have done more? I hear Stephen A. Smith's point. Could the Nets have done more to showcase or highlight some of the black people that are open for these jobs? Yes. 
They could have. They could have. As an organization, it's diverse, so we don't know what that is. There's no real. Your mic's on. Go ahead. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you not hear me? We got the talent's fault. Yeah, it ain't talent. talent. Anyway, um, I kind of understand where Stephen A is going with this because if you if you think about it in all industries and not just sports if nobody's in the room and I continue to say that in the room in the room making the decisions that look like you chances are you're not going to have but an opportunity when I say look like you white indian black whatever the case may be people that are there help making those decisions sometimes don't think outside the box and when you have KD and Kyrie, who are two of the top players in the NBA with plenty of influence and plenty of power, Jay Will, you, Stephen A is just saying that they could say, hey, why don't you take a look at Mark Jackson? We don't know that they didn't. Exactly. We, we don't know that they didn't, but it's not that's public. That's the problem so that you're saying? That, that's the problem because we don't know. And if, let's assume that they didn't. Let's assume that they didn't say Mark Jackson, Ty Lue, uh, or whoever else is out there that, that, that happens to be African-American, black. They didn't do that. It's not a black-on-black crime. It's just a lack of what we would say responsibility on their part. But when you say that there aren't people in the room that look like them or sound like it, Kyrie's represented by Rock Nation. That's Jay-Z, uh, but, right? But, like, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, there, there are people surrounding but if them. you're not listening, But if you're not listening to what Rock Nation and Jay-Z and them are telling you or saying to you that you should possibly – be looking but at it. We don't doing, know that, but, though. Uh, I was going to say, we, don't know, we don't know that. All we can do is go off what we know. That's mm-hmm. all we can do. And based on them not saying who the candidates were, what are we going to do? We're going to assume, basically, right? I mean, that's basically all you can do because when you di- dive into teams in the playoffs, Ty Lue's down in the bubble. Uh, Sam, uh, Sam Cassell's, Cassell's in down the in the bubble. Who else is down in the bubble? Uh, Adrian Griffin with da- the, down in the bubble. Down in Buffalo. So you don't really know. They can't. Take them and bring them to interview them. You could talk to them FaceTime or Zoom. Jason or, Kidd in the bubble. In the bubble. So a lot of coaches that are candidates are in the bubble. So you really don't have an opportunity to really have that conversation. I'm hoping and I'm thinking that those two brothers certainly went to Sean and said, take a look at some of these dudes before they hired Steve Nash. And if they did that, then I'm all I'm good with it. Well, that's what I'm saying. You have to dig a really deep hole. I don't know what's been done. Obviously, it's the first time we're addressing this and we're dealing with this, obviously, on national radio real time, right? We're assembling the plane after we've already jumped off the cliff. But there's obviously this is going to be an ongoing story. Why, it, why are you holding the mic? Because I, I always hold the mic when I talk. It's like LeBron at the NBA Finals and <laughs> the Dirk when they used to grab it off the mic. You like, holding the mic. That's the funniest thing. But go ahead. I know. It makes you feel comfortable. Shut up. <laughs> I, I, it, it's a very challenging and complex thing because I'm not – I know personally how much Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have done for the black community. I've seen it. And what happens in cancel culture is when this becomes a big thing, and Stephen A has a really big voice. And I've been in a lot of arguments with my friends lately about what battles do you pick? And, you know, you can't be righteous for everybody if you're not going to be righteous to say black lives don't matter. And I... Look, I've protested before on Black Lives Matter. I've been out. But it's funny, if you if you try to do anything that tries to say just about doing something that's right, cancel culture jumps on you very quick because everybody's taking sides right now. And I understand that there are very sensitive moments that we're living in. But what happens is when we do something like this, it cancels out everything that Kevin and Kyrie have done for the black community because 
the potential, and we don't know all the details, of a Miss Mark uh, publicly putting out that other black candidates haven't been hired. And that's a very delicate area to push. It, that's it, a very delicate thing to get on and start pushing that narrative because we don't know if that's true. And all of a sudden that takes away from everything that they've done for the black community. And that's a frustration of mine. Well, see, I don't think, Jay Will, I don't think that you've got to worry about cancer culture with them. No, I, just, I, I, I don't well, think. They're going to blaze through it regardless. But I'm just saying, you have very prominent voices, that that's a, that's a very deep and complex subject. I... I I understand that, but Stephen A., much like myself, would have liked to have seen some minority candidates, given the fact there's only five NBA coaches. Correct. And two are fired I'm already. With you on that. I'm with you on that. I'd like to see that, too. I'm with you. I'm all about that. And so it, when they're there in the room, it feels like they didn't step up to say, I want to take a look at this guy, I want to take a look at that guy because it's not out in the universe for us to see. One thing I just wanted to mention for those five black okay, can I just make? Yeah, of course, go ahead, Jay. So I do a lot of stuff. Like I, I mean, arguments, my friends, Key, you've done a lot of stuff. So if I don't publicize everything that I've done that is good, since it's not out in the public universe, does that mean I'm not doing anything No, it good? doesn't mean it, but we're in a different climate right now. Everything that's going on, they're looking for a head coach, two stars. I, I hear you. That and one of them is, is one of them was talking about not playing in the playoffs because of everything that's going on, and we shouldn't be in the bubble. And then it just it just feels like they didn't do what Stephen A. was talking about. Now, as far as I know, they did it or they didn't do it. I don't know, but it just feels that way. That's all. Fair enough. The one thing I would say here, you guys are talking Cause about because if it was me, yeah. And and they came to me and they said, hey, we're looking to do a head coach and mm-hmm. we're a general manager or something. And I had the, the, the power and the cachet to take a look at some guys and get their names out there and their face out there. I ain't got no problem doing that at all. Right. Even I ain't you're zero. Not I, we we here do every at ESPN, day at ESPN. Yes, exactly. Here at ESPN, I have no problem telling them that dude, this dude, that, yeah, you should take a look at him because I think he re- he's really, really good. If it wasn't for Dave Roberts, it, it, we here, never get this job. I probably wouldn't be sitting in, in this seat who happens to be African-American, who said, man, he can do this job. Mm-hmm. Just, well, Dave facts and facts. Yeah, senior vice president at ESPN, uh, one of the most highest-ranking African-American executives in the media, just to qualify that for the listeners that want to be aware. One thing I would say, for these guys that can't interview because they're in the bubble, like Ty Lue, like... Um, Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, I would say, look, the NBA is the most progressive league of all. They have Black Lives Matter on the court. Guys are allowed to wear pre-approved statements on the back of their jerseys. If you went to the most progressive commissioner, probably in the history of American sports, Adam Silver, and said, Adam, it would be a great opportunity to get some of these black guys, as Stephen A. said, into the pipeline. Let them interview. I mean, we're in the bubble. If you're not playing, you're in your room 21 hours a day. Let these guys interview now. And I guarantee you, Adam Silver would say, if that would get more black coaches in, we absolutely can lift that and let them do it. The NBA is the one league that would make that happen to get more African-Americans in. So take it a step further. The Bulls still have a vacancy. The Pelicans still have a vacancy. Sixers. Sixers, Sixers. still have it. The Pacers still have a vacancy. So now that what happens is you transition the argument. That becomes on every black player's shoulders, correct? Yeah. So Stephen A., like you, you have to hold everybody. It's just not Kevin and Kyrie. Like you, go, you go through the teams. Zach Levine. Zach Levine in Chicago. But, the, but, but let me Victor, ask you this. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just playing that was out there. But is that is there something wrong with that? I but didn't say dudes there was. That, it's, I didn't, dudes I, that's I, there that got that power. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I didn't say that was. I just wanted us to maintain that same heat the when whole it comes time. to them. When it comes to those teams. So seven, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. 
when it comes you know, to them. Zion, yeah, Zion and Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. Like you have to hold that heat the same time for yeah. everybody. I don't think you're gonna have to worry about it now. Because the general it's managers and the presidents, they're like, yeah, we better we better make sure we interview a few people. <laughs> All right. And one last thing before we move on to college football, Heather Dinich is here to talk about Dabo's interesting comments on what should happen. You guys, even if you're not interested, Key, you've turned on multiple opportunities to do things. You guys have a lot of things going on in your life. The biggest thing is, even if you guys are like, you know what, I'll pass, you're already in the room, so then you can say, Jay, I don't want to be too corny here, you can give a little bit of, that's always a problem with me. You can you're give, about to be you, corny. You can, be a li- you, can give, you can give a proverbial assist. You know what, I got too much going on, I got the boardroom, I got NBA, I got Take too much going him. on. Yeah, oh, yeah. you can say that because you're already in the yes, room absolutely. to basically say, Here's not me. I've can done I, that can multiple I, times. Can I say something real quick though? A lot of people are in the room, a lot of people don't know how to activate the room, Zubin. Okay, what do you mean like, activate? He knows how to activate a room. Like, so as an athlete, you naturally, if you're on a professional team, you're in the room. Okay. Now, whether you work the room, whether you meet the right people and connect to the right people, that's up to you if you want to activate the room. A lot of times, guys make so much money, they don't activate the room. No, Keyshawn's no, always been next level. It, that's why he has five or six owners' numbers in his phone. He's activated the room. Eight, that's also right? the next step <laughs> of how you have to think, though. That's where the business side of it comes into for a lot of athletes, young but athletes you, being but, out there. Hey, but this is why I always say in, in – yeah, I got it. I got a Jewish agent, right? But I don't expect for for my agent Orny to tell me, like snap, crackle, pop. I need to get actively involved in my community, doing these sort of things, doing this, being part of the Black Lives Matter, get out there and protest. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't expect for him to do that. But Jerome Stanley, who was my sports agent, who was a lawyer, black, I expected for him to make sure that I was doing things that was out in my community in those sort of things, help revitalization in the neighborhoods. Cause I wouldn't expect that. Same here. Bill I Duffy. Just, Bill, Bill Duffy. Duffy was my agent. And, and so my that's, dad what, and I, that's so, exactly so, the way we did so it. So when I say you have to have people around you that help you navigate those things, I'm not saying that you got to hire specifically black people to do those things. You got to have people that have the mindset and the understanding that there's bigger than getting a check as an athlete, that there's other things in the world that you could be doing to help your community. But if they don't know, they don't know, they're not going to tell you. They're just not. I hear you. Listen, I, I wish I wish Straight Talk Wireless here, but it isn't. But you're not getting Straight Talk like this on any other show on the radio. I mean, I'm not listening. Not on, to any, not on our network. No, I'm not. Nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. 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 Not I mean, our network. Nowhere. Right. This is this is straight straight stuff that you're not hearing anywhere else. You'll hear it every weekday morning from six to ten. The guy's passion is unbridled, and they're going to bring it. Maybe not as much as Stephen A. But who? What other human being can possibly do that? Keyshawn J. Wills. Wait, Zubin, wait again. Just because we're not at eleven doesn't mean we're not bringing it like Stephen A. <laughs> give, me, Don't let, give me one of them. Man. Give me Don't one. Don't build them. me up to break me down now Zubin. I've always said Stephen A doesn't even need the mic he should just walk in give me one of those big words though real quick Zubin as you get to get to uh, Heather give me one of those huge words to transition to Heather oh, well we're gonna have Heather at 9 30 oh, she 930. has a delay okay but we're gonna talk about Dabo and he doesn't want to wait for the Big Ten and the Pac-12 he's like hey if you don't want to get on board right now you ain't going to be in the playoff which is the main reason many people want the Big Ten to start in October if they start around Thanksgiving they can't play enough games to be in the playoff so the pressure is going to be pushed up he doesn't want to play at all but the pressure is going to be pushed up for these leagues to start in October if they want a legit chance at the playoff Heather is the only person on earth whose title is college football playoff reporter she talks to everybody on the committee we'll get her thoughts at the bottom of the hour it's time for the five point stance the five point stance 
is brought to you by Geico. Geico is now offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. Visit geico.com for more. So I'd heard of the uh, three-point stance, but not the five-point stance. So essentially, we're going to run around and get some bold predictions. And this one may be the boldest of all. Key, we will start with you. Your bold prediction on a team that a couple years ago won no games. The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns will lose to the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Baker Mayfield will have a comeback season. Odell Beckham will make everybody in New York mad because he's going to have an outstanding season. Uh, Miles Garrett will break the sack record, and the Browns will lose to the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. So it only feels fair that the Browns will do all that, but they'll have typical Browns heartbreak and lose right at the end. Right at the end. (laughs) That tells you what you need to know about the Browns. That would be an amazing comeback from, obviously, uh, 0-16 just a couple years ago, then the fallback after the breakout year for Baker. Jay, you are up. You want to talk about another team in the state of Ohio and in that same division. I do. I want to talk about the Bengals and Joe Burrow. I think he's going to shatter some NFL records. When you think about Andrew Luck, single-season uh, rookie record for passing yards or Baker Mayfield as it relates to touchdowns or Daniel Jones as it relates to I, I think he had four plus touchdowns in two games or three games this season I think I, I think Joe Burrow interesting him coming off his season in college I think he's gonna be primed to do some incredible things this year okay so stated fully Joe Burrow for Jay will break Baker Mayfield's passing touchdown record for rookies if for purposes of context the Bengals haven't had a guy throw for 27 plus since Andy Dalton. That's why he's bold, Zubin. (laughs) Here's mine. The 49ers are going to get back to the Super Bowl. Now, Key said that ain't really a bold take. But I will tell you why I'm going to say this is bold. The last NFC team to lose the Super Bowl. Symbol here. The last NFC team to lose the Super Bowl and come back and win it the next season. You have to go back to Super Bowl V. The Cowboys lost Super Bowl V, came back and won the very next year. So on the surface, it seems a little bit bold, but I think they can get back there and get it done after losing. We haven't seen it key in almost a half century. And now we are back to key with the team that has created a ton of negative headlines over the course of the offseason. And this would make a ton of this team's fans happy. That negativity would be the Washington football team. They'll win the NFC East. Now get this. As Zubin Zubin would say, no team has won the NFC East in back-to-back seasons since the Eagles won early from 01 to 04. Now get this. There has been a different winner every year since 05. Washington has not won the division since 2015. Did I do a good one? Good, reasonable facsimile, big word. Uh, but not what great. What is wrong with you, man? Not great. I, Could guess, not great. I love my dude. The dance is so good. I love Z is my man. The last one comes from, I, I know Matt LaFleur uh, and Aaron Rodgers, they are not each other's man right now. That is for sure with what's going damn it, on. I'm holding the mic again, Key. You're right. Why am I holding it? It's Dirk at the dais at the finals. Leave the mic alone. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Green Bay Packers last year went to the NFC Championship game, got blown out by the 49ers, but they still had a 12-win season with a first-year head coach that nobody expected to be there. So you think they're primed for a fall. Yeah, I think the the Packers are going to miss the playoffs. 13-3 last year. They had an 8-1 mark in one-score games. And I feel like regression is inevitable with this team. I, I think we're going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers. I know we, we love him, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. As Stephen A. Smith said, he was Ooh, just on the show. He's a, he's a bad man. Well, 
We're going to see a chance uh, how bad of a man he could be this year, considering the margins of some of those games last year. And they have a very difficult record. Well said. Let me, just, let me just put this on the record so it can be done properly. No team has won the NFC East in back-to-back seasons since the Eagles won every year between 01 and 04. There's been a different winner every year since 05. I think that sounded a lot better. What do you think, Keith? Yeah, no, that's good. Well done. All right. That's, right? that's really bold. You think really Washington is going to have a chance to it, it's just Is there just well, extra bold I, for look, you? Look, I, I like Riverboat well, Ron. Well, look, I like it. No, I like Riverboat Ron. Uh, Haskins, you just never know. He might just all of a sudden click. Well, a lot of times teams come out of nowhere in football, unlike basketball. Basketball, if at the, at the start of the season, if it's the Lakers and the Clippers, it's the Lakers and the Clippers. If Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Toronto. In football, there's always several teams that come out of nowhere, make the playoffs, win the division. That's just the way it is. Okay? Yeah. The, NF- sport. the NFC South has seen worst to first. Of oh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. All, it yeah, always yeah. happens. I just I remember I said no team has won back to back since I think it was 01 05. Yes. Yeah. And that I, was the Eagles. I also said that. Yeah, you, you did. But he said it first, just to give him credit. You <laughs> just true. confirmed it. That's true. Keyshawn I J. I said Will, it in your voice. The Adam Schefter second source. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin <laughs> brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app and use code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week. With your first deposit, minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. So DraftKings.com. For details, on the way, Dabo said... Gotta have fun in the morning, man. No doubt about it. On the way, Dabo wants to have fun in the college football playoff, but it won't be any fun for the Big Ten and the Pac-12 because he said, I ain't waiting for you guys at all, our college football playoff insider, on what that all means next from one of the most powerful voices in the sport. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We've been spending most of the hour talking about the NBA, but college football had a game last night. They had a game last Saturday. They'll have some games coming up over this weekend, and it's great to welcome in our ESPN college football reporter, Heather Dinich, in the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Okay, Heather, first things first, there's plenty to get to, and I just want to start with what Dabo Sweeney said. Essentially, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 are ready to go, and he's not going to wait for the Big 10 and the Pac-12 to eventually start their season if they want to be involved in the playoff. Take us inside what's going on there. You are a playoff reporter, and Dabo is one of the biggest names in the sport. 
Well, I will tell you from the playoff perspective, CFP Executive Director Bill Hancock has told me repeatedly from the onset of the coronavirus pandemic that they are planning their playoff the way they always do. They are going to be prepared to host the semifinal bowls this year and the national championship on January 11th in Miami, Florida. And if by some chance the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC cannot play and everyone gets moved back, then I think at that point the playoff would have to reconsider, okay, what do we do now? But as far as they are concerned, Bill Hancock is certainly not dealing in any hypothetical situations, but he has told me that they will be ready for whatever scenario comes down. But right now the scenario is these leagues that are playing right now are the ones that are going to have a chance for the CFP. Neither Bill Hancock nor Bob Bowlesby, the Big 12 commissioner, said they envision a separate national championship for anyone who's not playing right now. Heather, what are the details on the Pac-12 uh, deal on daily COVID testing? This is a very interesting and exciting news point for the Pac-12 conference. It was announced yesterday that they are going to have rapid tests available, the actual testing um, equipment on each campus by the end of this month. And that's so important because it could potentially fast forward the league's timetable for getting back on the field. Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott had a press conference yesterday with several doctors and they talked about how their decision to return will still be driven by data and science. But at the same time, being able to test these student athletes for high contact, high risk sports at a whim and immediately get these results. He called it a game changer because it's going to significantly help with contact tracing. I mean, think about it, guys, right? The Pac-12 or the Big 12, SEC and ACC are testing three times a week. If you have the ability to test your quarterback right before the game and he tests positive, then you have to you have to quarantine everyone he's been around with. So you have to you have to quarantine probably all of your quarterbacks, right? If you have these tests, these rapid tests, and your quarterback tests positive, you can go test your second string, your third string, and if they if they test negative, boom, you got somebody who can throw the ball on Saturday, right? So it is an entirely different situation. But as Larry pointed out. They still have six teams, four in the state of California, two in the state of Oregon, that even if they wanted to play tomorrow, could not because the pandemic and those restrictions in terms of government regulations would prevent them from doing that. Mm-hmm. Heather, speaking of sci- science and data, what's the latest on myocarditis? Oh, <laughs> if, look, I can't even get doctors to tell me a straight answer on that right now. And that is the truth. Um, There are certainly still fears about it. I think there are absolutely legitimate concerns, but there are also conflicting thoughts about it from medical experts. And one of the things that the Big Ten has to do before it gets back on the field is those athletic directors and the medical experts in that conference have to present a plan to their university and presidents and chancellors that allay those fears. That means they either have to show, look, myocarditis was completely overblown, or they have to say, this is what we can do to mitigate the risks of it and to promise you that student athletes will be taken care of and this won't be a problem. So they have yet to present a model to the Big Ten commissioner, or um, excuse me, presidents and chancellors, but 
if they are going to sign off and anything is going to change in that league, that is one of the fears that has to be allayed in that league. Could be an all-time record. I think this is the first recorded interview on college football where the name Kevin Warren wasn't mentioned. We should give ourselves a pat on the back. That's an unbelievable story. <laughs> Heather, we'll wait to see what happens with him and the Big Ten, as you said, Larry Scott, the Pac-12, who has sort of been in lockstep with Kevin Warren and the Big Ten. Their hands are tied because half those schools are in those two states, not to mention Arizona being a hot spot of its own. Heather, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. So essentially, she essentially said one of the biggest issues that's out there, myocarditis, there's been some conflicting information as well on it. They don't know enough about it. And as a result, Key, you've always been on the train of we shouldn't play. If you're basically extracting us from the college football world and essentially just say to the random dude that walks up to us and says, listen, some of these players, not as many as expected, but some players and the old cliche one is too many, has a heart problem due to a novel coronavirus that we totally don't really understand at this point, um, how about just taking the cautious approach? And that essentially is what a lot of fans don't want. They want the opposite of that. Let's go out there. Yeah, because they, first of all, it's not them that's out there. It's other bodies and other people. For Um, our entertainment. Yeah, for our entertainment. And so I just have always been against playing until they resolve and find out what, Truly, it is long term, not not necessarily short term, but long term. And, 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 you know, you don't you just don't want these young men and women in, to contract the virus and look up five years from now and have some issues. You just to play football. That's, that's just me. And so, they're not getting paid. That's so it, I, I've been with you on those arguments about not being paid and not there for entertainment. But I, I pose to you both this question and to everybody else out there. If we're shutting down college football, then shut down schools. Right? Shut down schools. I, that, that's a legitimate thing. If we're, if, we're, if we're having, you can't just say athletes are worried about myocarditis and we don't know what the research is. And I, I hear that. I understand that. That, that. that resonates with me with my daughter and my family, my mom, would resonate with me drastically. Then you can't have kids on campus either, though. No, I don't think I don't think kids should go to school. So uh, again, it just, it just again, seemed... you could take school online. You don't have to pay to take school online. No, I understand. I mean, that, they got you know it, public it, schools when you're talking about high schools and, and elementaries and things of that nature. Some public schools have online courses and computers, especially like in Los Angeles. They've they've raised enough money to purchase computers for families to stay at home. So the, I guess that's my point, and maybe it's, it's pointed towards the, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Then if you're not playing sports while you're finding out all this evidence, then every college should have all their kids do parallel learning. Absolutely. But, yeah. I don't, but that's not the case right now. I don't know why. That's not the case. So I'm just saying it, it seems a little bit hypocritical that you're saying we're not going to play sports, but yet in some schools we're going to have kids on campus, thousands and thousands and thousands of kids – Right, who are going to school, and they're going to be at the same rate of catching myocarditis or other things that the athletes are. Here's that's the other, a, it's, a, it's, it's really that's kind of messed up. I agree with you. And here's the other point that a lot of people don't talk about with regards to this. It basically took a crisis that has killed almost 200,000 Americans in this country to get us what we need when we need it. For example, for people that live in rural areas that participate in high school football, eight-man, six-man, you live in a rural area, and you don't have high-speed internet. So you can't Log on. You can't do work the way other students do. Suddenly school shut down. Now we have to go to remote learning. The Mm. only way you can connect is at your house 
But guess what? We've been screaming for five years. We don't have high-speed internet. We don't have fiber. You need to help us. Quiet. Crickets. Nothing. Then when we get to a point where the country is backed into a corner incredibly, okay, now, now you can have what you needed all along. That, to me, has always been a big problem as well. well it's it, it, it sounds so unfortunate. I mean, look, we're finally having the conversation about athlete compensation, right? Because, I mean, it, we're, and it's finally, it feels like it's being forced. It's lost a little bit of momentum since we've been going through this with We Are United and obviously with the pandemic. But it seems like we're forced to have a lot of conversations that people who are very uncomfortable didn't want to have those conversations before. Fair enough. We've got some great conversations this morning. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin were presented by Progressive Insurance. On the way, Keys Lakers tonight. Yeah. James Harden and the Beard. Lakers in, fill in the blank, because you know Key's picking the Lakers. It's just a matter of how many games. We'll get that in a second. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. These fellows are cold. But I knew that coming in. I still took. All right, before I let you go, it's going to obviously be, we can't go four hours and not talk about Key's Lakers on a day that they're playing. He might fire me. I'm going to be back Monday. Then again, Key almost killed himself during the commercial break. I know, right? Jay would be here alone on Monday morning. We're brought to you by Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless is the full-court cell phone coverage you need. Just 45 bucks a month gets you the unlimited plan. 25 gigs of high-speed data than 2G for up to 50% less than the big carriers. Only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Lakers-Rockets, 9 p.m. Eastern tonight on ESPN. Winner goes to the Western Conference Finals. You know, there have been plenty of things said about James Harden, but LeBron James wanted to mention one thing that often isn't. Yeah, you could talk about the free throws, the step back, the leg kick, all that stuff with Harden. One thing a lot of people don't give him credit for is how often he's out there. You can't make the club in the tub. You got to have the durability. And LeBron marvels at the Beard's ability to do just that. I think when people get lost in translation with James is how uh, available he is to his teammates night in and night out. I mean, if you look at how many games he plays per year and how many minutes um, he plays throughout the course of his career. Pretty much he's always been available. He's always been in uniform, and he's been doing this at a high level for a lot of years. Um, I think that's what kind of get lost in translation because everybody kind of looks at Euro stepping and th- step back threes. But when you're available to your teammates, that, that, that's, that's gigantic to any, any sport or any craft or anything that you're doing in life. If you're just available to someone, um, they know they can always count on you. Um, I think that's... Uh, Pretty much one of the best things that that people don't recognize. Great underrated point, Key. Yeah, no, you got to you got to be available at all times, and so LeBron recognizes that obviously. But that's not the key. The key is for the Lakers to put a plan together to stop them threes and not play slow the game down, not try to get caught up in fastball with Westbrook and, and Harden. That happened out west, and we got torched. Westbrook was cooking. Jay will. I mean, he was just. 
He came home and he was showing out. I think, though, if they get AD on the blocks, mix in a little Dwight Howard here and there, and convert some of those twos and get to the line because you got six, seven, six, five guys trying to guard post players, that's when the Lakers will be at their best. Just to be additive to what LeBron said, James Harden's been in the league for 11 years. Mm -hmm. The most amount of games he's missed in one single season is 14. Mm. Wow. That's, you know. And that probably was like at the beginning of his career or something. I mean, actually in 2019, 2020, he played 68 games. But obviously, that's not even. So I got to take that out because this year has been an anomaly. Correct. So if that's the case, the most amount of games he's missed is 10. And that came in 2017, 2018. And three Ten. times, Jay, three times he's played 80-plus oh. games. Three like times. I, I, I give him so much credit. I never thought about that as it relates to James Harden. I, you know, look, it, we, we're going to talk about the matchup, obviously, when we come back after Labor Day weekend. Um, but that durability is something that's really important. And, he, and here is where they have to make their mark in this game against the Lakers. The Lakers obviously have a huge advantage with their size, Key. Yep. You guys can dominate the paint. That's where LeBron, AD, Dwight, JaVale, everybody's going to try to punish them in the paint. They have to be able to ball screen. It's going to be ball screen galore, heaven. Like, you know what offense they're going to run. How Frank Vogel chooses to guard the ball screen will be indicative of how this series plays out. You know, are you keeping that big behind back? Are you, are you pressing up? Are you double teaming? You're getting the ball out of James Harden's hands, Russell Westbrook's hands. If you can get the ball out of their hands and force other people like Austin Rivers, Robert Covington, Eric Gordon to beat you – then I think the Lakers will be okay. But if they don't, oh, we're gonna it's going to be, okay be interesting. Anyway. We'll be okay. We'll be fine. Here's the thing. It's surviving the man. just getting there. I mean, we still, like I said yesterday, I think it was Tim McMahon, like we have not seen James Harden and Russell Westbrook hot at the same time this year. We haven't seen it. Everybody's been waiting on the edge of their seat to see it. The question is, could we potentially see it against the Lakers? Yeah, we'll be fine. Lakers in. Tim McMahon, our Rockets <laughs> reporter. If they're ever going to do it, might as well do it now. Lakers yeah, we, in. We're too close. Five. Five games. Jay, I'm, I'm not even going to assume that you think the, it's not a guarantee. What do you think? I have the Lakers in five. Wow. Five or six. Okay. Yeah. Five, five games. And then real but quick. Well, we could both be wrong. Right. You could be. But then what happens to the Rockets? I won't be. D'Antoni's contract is up. He's still got Harden and Westbrook there with a, another appearance not getting to the conference finals. Well, I, I don't think. I, I think everybody knows, you know, he, D'Antoni didn't get an extension on his deal. Right. So between him and the owner and Daryl Morey, I mean, it kind of seems like he's on his way out. You wonder what will happen to Daryl Morey as well, the GM or president. But there are a lot of other jobs up. I think Daryl Morey will be fine. Um, but, yeah, if they lose, you're going to start talking about where does Mike D'Antoni go if he In- goes anywhere? Indiana's been rumored, Indiana, right? potentially. And then also you start talking about James Harden Yeah, again. And then Russell Westbrook starts being lumped in with James Harden. Well, you might as well start talking about it on Tuesday because – the Lakers getting ready to, you know, in five. So you might as well start talking. Okay. I mean, well, we'll, we'll talk well, about you, it on Tuesday. You might as well start tweeting it out. The we're, keys say in five. How much trouble are the Bucks in? Because we're going to see that series resume as well. Ooh, you know, if they were going home down 2-0 or something like that, then yeah. they, I would feel good about it. But right. when you get in a situation, and Jay Will can speak to this uh, from basketball standpoint, when you're down 2-0 and it, all the, the air has gone now. Now mm-hmm. it's like you, you tense up. You can't afford to go down 3-0 because then it's really over. Nobody's and, a lot ever of, and, a, and a lot of teams never come back from going down 3-0. Nobody I has. just don't think that the Bucks have enough, and I think it's something special going on in Miami right now. I got to tell you, I mean, the, the guy who leaves Minnesota, but look what he did for Minnesota. Then obviously he transitions again, goes to Philly. Look where he had Philly in that position, and now he's in Miami. 
And uh, it just seems like it's Jimmy Butler's time. I don't know if it's going to get past the Eastern Conference Finals, but um, it sure as hell looks like they're on their way past the Milwaukee Bucks. Hey, He's also become good. This is what we do in, in radio in the end, right? You Educate go, me. You go, it's Labor Day weekend. Make sure you guys drive safe and stay safe out there. And we'll see you Monday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern on ESPN. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.